0: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all
2: to hear.
1: Hey, everybody. We're back for another week of Tis the Podcast. The podcast keeping the Christmas spirit alive all year long. I'm Julia.
2: I'm Anthony. I'm Tom. Happy Passover, guys, for those who celebrate. It's Passover time. You mean that one listener we have who celebrates Passover? I think we have two. (laughs) We do? (laughs) Two or three. I know we have I know April is not the only Jewish listener we have. (laughs) That's cool.
1: That is cool. We can veer out of the Christmas territory once or twice a year, can't we? I think so. Okay. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> extra extra content from your Tis the Podcast friends. Not just any content, Easter content. Not just any Easter content, Charlie Brown Easter content.
2: Was Charlie Brown even in this movie?
1: Some of my favorite.
2: He, was he? He was. He was. was oh, he was. <laughs> it was just that he was barely in it. <laughs> was like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I couldn't remember. That's so funny. Well, for those of you not getting which movie we're covering tonight, we are dropping as a little special Easter egg in your basket for the secular crowd out there. Um, It's the Easter Beagle, Charlie Brown from 1974. We're big fans of Charlie Brown here on the podcast. Charlie Brown and
2: the holidays go synonymous with one another. They really do.
1: They do. do. What were you going to say, Tom?
2: You're welcome to our listeners.
1: Oh. (laughs) Um, I
0: I was just being snarky, and then uh,
2: you highlighted that, and now I feel awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, this is exactly why everybody, every listener we interview, when we ask who's the favorite elf, they all say Julia.
0: (laughs) I don't think that's true at all. I think there are a lot of reasons.
2: There are 100 million reasons why that is
0: true. That is true. I mean we keep doing these interviews without you, Julian. Anthony asks everybody in the fireside chat, who's your favorite elf? And they all get very uncomfortable. Because the answer is clearly
2: you. Not either of us.
1: <laughs> That's kind of a mean question though. I don't know that I would right? ever ask somebody that question. Yeah, I do you're I guess, them on the
2: spot. I do I do that jokingly to put them on the spot. Do, uh, it's do they know tri- you're doing it jokingly? Yes, they do. It's trial by fire.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's brutal. What's your mug say?
2: Please do not annoy the writer. He may put you in a book and kill you.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Good mug. Maybe that needs yeah. to go on our bingo as well. Something about Anthony's mugs.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, mugs. we do have to make those bingo shakes.
1: Yes, we do. All right. So we, we have covered have in the past. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do have, have time. <laughs> um, so we've covered three holiday seasons This is our fourth holiday to cover with Charlie Brown.
2: Third, because we never got to do Thanksgiving last year. We ran out of time, which is why this year we're doing everything early because we ran out of time during the holiday season
1: So we've covered, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Um, Charlie Brown Christmas. We will, (laughs) we had good intentions and we were going to cover the Thanksgiving special, which is what, what is that one actually called? A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, spoiler Wait, alert is one of we my favorites. Did, we
2: didn't cover that one, did we? I don't think we did. I have to check now. Otherwise I don't remember
1: play. talking about Snoopy wrestling the chair at length. And so, no, I don't think we actually
2: did. I don't think we did. We had every intention to because I remember I watched it for the show and then something came and up something like something it happened. always does. Yeah. That's right. It was, so something it to was look probably my to, fault. Listeners.
1: I don't know. Things get hairy, Thanksgiving. Um, so it's just third one we've covered, third holiday we've covered so far, but, you know, don't hold your breath too long. No, that's not it. <laughs> get your hopes up because we'll definitely cover Thanksgiving coming up here. Maybe this year. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see how on point we are with our non-Christmas holiday stuff.
2: De- um, depending how much longer we're in quarantine, they may get... It's Arbor Day, Charlie Brown. It's Spring Opener, Charlie Brown. Why, Charlie Brown? Why, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh my gosh. I quit.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's it's the Easter Beagle. Charlie Brown came out in 1974. Um, not going to hit credits on this because we've done it a time or two. So just, we just want to acknowledge the great Charles M. Schultz writing capabilities that. Brings Peanuts to Life. Um, This short, 30-minute short, was directed by Phil Roman and has all of the voice actors we know and love. All of our characters are back, including, Anthony will be happy about this, Woodstock is in this one. Yay! Yay, Woodstock. Sweet little Woodstock is in this one.
2: It made me so happy seeing Snoopy and Woodstock interact.
1: (laughs) They're quite a pair. I do love it. So, synopsis for this. With Easter coming up, the gang is hard at work to get ready for the holiday. While Snoopy is shopping for a new home for Woodstock, Peppermint Patty is having a difficult time making Easter eggs with Marcy, who hasn't the slightest idea of how to do that. It's a terrible synopsis. <laughs> it's
2: was an awful synopsis.
1: synopsis. It left like the whole half the thing out. Let's try this one.
2: There's nothing good about the Beagle.
1: I know. How about I this one? It's real short and beagle. sweet. The Peanuts gang prepare for Easter in their own clumsy ways. <laughs> 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 i think that's more accurate than the other one was
2: that's 100 accurate
1: yep okay
2: i think we still need to do histories because i like hearing we definitely our histories with these peanuts definitely
1: bones. need histories how about you go first anthony
2: oh me okay. <laughs> i wasn't prepared to be put on the spot so soon okay <laughs> um don't like to be put you, on the
1: spot huh with uncomfortable you, questions huh <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite you, peanut?
2: Snoopy. And Woodstock. Yeah, Snoopy. That's an easy one.
1: Now, if they were on the podcast See- right now and I made you pick one and Snoopy and Woodstock were both staring at you, I bet you'd feel a little uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> well, let let's let's make the analogy a little better. If uh Lucy and Peppermint Patty were sitting here staring at you, oh, yeah. asking you who your favorite <laughs> who your favorite <laughs> peanut was, it would be really
2: uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's accurate.
2: Tom, which one of us is Lucy? Which one of us is Peppermint Patty? <sighs> oh, that's a tough one, man. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think I know. You're Peppermint Patty. No, you're Peppermint Patty.
2: Lucy's a Lucy.
0: You're, you're definitely <laughs> Lucy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Julia is Snoopy because she's beloved by everyone. <laughs> Julia, Snoopy, and Woodstock in one. <laughs> in one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, where Lucy and Peppermint Patty with a bit of Charlie Brown thrown in there because nobody nobody likes him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which we have things to talk about with Charlie Brown later on. But my history with this. So this yes. one was never, I don't remember this one being on as much as a child as Christmas or Halloween or even Thanksgiving. And when I did some research, I mean, it stopped airing six years ago. It hasn't aired on TV since 2014, which is very sad for me. Wow. Why? Sad to me. I I don't know. They just haven't aired. And I don't know if that's a ratings issue, a rights issue, whatever. Hmm. I don't remember watching this one growing up as much as I do the other holidays, or at least the other three big holidays. But when I sat down to watch this tonight for the show... I remembered all of it pretty vividly. It's a Peanuts, it's a Peanuts special. I don't really hate any of the old, I don't dislike, I I like all of the old school Peanuts specials. Now the newer ones I started doing in the 80s and 90s without Charles Schultz get a bit iffy for me. But like Mm -hmm. all these older ones, what's not to like? It's just the Peanuts being the Peanuts and they're just so innocent and yet wise beyond their years and i just really like every other peanut special when i was watching it tonight i was just sitting there with a smile on my face for the 25 minutes so
1: Mm -hmm. tom
2: i didn't remember this one like at all i'm sure
0: i've seen it um but i'm gonna go ahead and say i feel like all they did i feel like they just took every other episode that i've seen before of peanuts put them took out the you know put it in a blender mix it up threw it in the microwave reheated it and called it something new it was just uh Charlie Brown Christmas and great pumpkin all over again. It was un- it was lacked creativity and originality. Julia,
2: of course, I had to be uh, a downer tonight. Uh,
1: <laughs> so I also don't really remember this one. like I'm sure I've seen it at some point, but it's been like long enough for me to completely have forgotten this special. Um, and I, while I'm totally with Anthony on, I mean, if it's old peanuts, just give me old peanuts. I'll watch old peanuts like every day of the week and twice on Sundays. And I love old peanuts. I can also equally agree with Tom that it's just a regurgitation of Christmas and Halloween in a different holiday season. And I know we've had a lot of that lately where we're like, give us some originality and we've really criticized some stuff lately for not giving us originality. Um, But this one it's harder for me to do because I love the characters so much that I kind of don't care as much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So whatever that says about me, me, you know, (laughs) So, (laughs) so,
2: so before we delve into the plot, I will say good on us. I think we covered them inadvertently in the proper order because this one referenced both Christmas, which came first and Halloween, which came second, and Halloween referenced Christmas, so I think it wasn't planned to do Halloween before Easter or Easter before Thanksgiving, but we did it in the proper order.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, plot line for this short. We got a few different stories going on. We have Peppermint Patty and Marcy, best friends, right, trying to prepare for Easter in their clumsy way, which is dying Easter eggs, right? Right. And while Peppermint Patty knows what's going on, Marcy really does not know what's going on, and she continually ruins the eggs, more often than not by cracking them in some form or way, intentionally, not getting the fact that you're just to hard boil the eggs and then color them. And Peppermint Patty gets increasingly irritated with her, and poor Marcy is like straight up clueless in this one. But she's not straight up clueless in the comic strips. Normally she's the
2: smart one of the whole group. That's
1: right. She is not in this one. And she's all like schmoopsy-poo over Snoopy as well. Her and Peppermint Patty. And that one scene where they have all the Christmas decorations around them in the mall. And he kisses both of them and they both swoon. And I was like, who are these characters?
2: Well, even Lucy swooned at the end. And we already saw in Halloween and Christmas whenever Lucy... Gets yeah. kissed by Snoopy. She's supposed to be like, ugh, dog she, germs.
1: Right. She wants to dick him. Exactly. So that seemed a little out of place. But that's the Marcy Peppermint Patty story. Am I missing anything on that one?
0: You mean humans swooning over dogs is not, doesn't fit into what we normally would expect to see in a kids movie?
2: Uh, have you ever seen humans or interact with their dogs or see a cute dog on the street? I think there's nothing short of swooning half the time.
1: Yeah, I've been known to do that. Weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, fa- I saw a little, uh, I've been walking at lunch because it's what I used to do in the office. And so at home, like I, I got to, like, I can't just sit all day. So I walk in the neighborhood at lunchtime and I was down walking down a little cul-de-sac and this sweet little Boston Terrier with like more gray hair than black and white came out with his little sweater on. And he just like stood by me and looked at me like, love me. Love me forever. <laughs> and I just scratched his little head for like 10 minutes. And he just gave me that like hacky, happy lick, you know, where they lick their lips because they're happy. Yeah. And he did that. And I'm like, you are the cutest thing. And then I left. So I've swooned over some dogs in my time.
0: But you're not practicing um, social distancing.
1: Not with dogs, no, because I don't think it's left that barrier yet. So until, until it does, I'm fine.
0: But if somebody petted that dog, sneezed on it, You've got it on your hand, rubs in your eye, bam, you're infected.
1: I have not been touching my face at all.
0: How are you doing that, Julia?
1: I don't know, but I tell you what, that's why I told you, moms that have had a kid with the puking virus are more well-prepared for this new age than most other people. Because, like, we know, when a kid in your house gets a puking bug, you, you don't touch anything without knowing exactly what kind of fingerprint trace you're leaving.
2: Also, I'd like to say I will never social distance from animals, so I'll take my chance. <laughs> I would like to social distance from my animals. <laughs> you, you've wanted to do that as long as I've known you. That has nothing to do with the virus. Yeah. are you kidding?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so we've got a second storyline. We've got Snoopy and Woodstock. We do see Woodstock, and straight off the bat, it's raining, and his poor little nest is filled up with water, and it makes him like the angriest little bird ever, and he's got some major aggression towards Snoopy, but that leaves to- it's Snoopy's fault. Right. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Snoopy controls a, the rain.
2: He was a little I mean, jerk. Snoopy's he was nice a total enough the get jerk. in the
1: house, and then he's a jerk when Snoopy sets up his house. Yeah, and then
0: Snoopy, kind of Snoopy comes in and tries to make it better for him.
1: He does. So that's, yeah, right. So that's their little story arc is Snoopy's trying to help Woodstock figure did, out the housing situation.
2: Did Woodstock's interior of the house when he had it all set up remind anyone else of when you actually got to see the inside of I Dream of Jeannie's bottle and you saw the big <laughs> couches and everything like that? Like oh my that's my what gosh. it reminded me of. <laughs> that's that funny. So
1: funny. <laughs> that's very funny. Charlie Brown. Really is not in this much. He's in it enough for uh-uh. you to feel sorry for Charlie Brown. You mean the right? end?
2: The end? Yeah. yeah,
1: the end. When there are no <laughs> eggs for Charlie Brown. That's so sad, isn't it? No. Easter Beagle it's comes ridiculous. by, and it's really sad. I feel so sad for him. Uh, what's though.
2: worse is it's his
1: dog. It's his own <laughs> Beagle. So or Charlie Brown.
2: Yes, the Easter Beagle. So that's the other plot line in this. Linus, yeah. once again, has a, another linus type belief that I don't know where he's getting his information from, but this kid definitely grew up to be a fiction writer or something because <laughs> first the Grey Pumpkin, and now he believes that the Easter Beagle goes around and leaves eggs for everybody. That's
0: what I mean. This was just, it just annoyed me. Like, we've done this story... It was cute with the great pumpkin. It just doesn't make sense. There's already a ridiculously hard-to-believe thing around Easter of a bunny bringing eggs for some reason. Why are we complicating that by making it a beagle?
2: Well, you could make the argument he's young enough. Maybe he misheard or something. I don't know. He's, he's wise.
0: wise. Linus. Yeah. So there's the other problem I have with Linus being so dumb in all of these. Is he yeah. was this, the voice of reason so
2: deep in... I'd call it imaginative. I'd call it dumb.
1: Yeah, see, I can't reconcile the Christmas Linus with all the other Linuses. I can't either. Like
2: maybe he's so desperate to find meaning in these other holidays. He hasn't grasped the meaning yet. Maybe Anthony is so desperate
0: to put rationality <laughs> that he's reaching as far as he possibly can and just not getting there.
1: Yeah, but we all so loved of, It's a Great Pumpkin, though.
0: We did all love It's a
2: Great Pumpkin.
1: Yeah. So, so Tom, I like can, and
2: Julia, I can give you that you can't reconcile Christmas Linus with Halloween and Easter Linus. Fair. Fair enough. Tom And Tom, I get what you're saying. This is just a rehash of the other two just mixed together. But... Sally made it worth it for me. When Sally calls him out like, I believed you last time and I wasted my whole night sitting in a pumpkin patch waiting that was for every pumpkin to appear. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I you know, found that very funny that she learned from the experience. Maybe Linus didn't, but she did. So there was some character growth
1: there on her part. She well, did. That's true. That was a that was a nice moment.
0: That was funny. Um, they I redeemed the like,
1: first part where I was like, "She's gonna do this again."
0: I did like the mall scene, just seeing the way they handled the mall. Like, 242 days was, till
2: Christmas. <laughs>
0: it was already Christmas. I felt like it was our podcast in like real form.
2: <laughs> well, what I, like I, I, I like is Charles shows us before his time because, like, nowadays you go into the mall, that is what it's like. It not right now. <laughs> well, now you can't even go into the mall.
0: <laughs> no, they uh. I also like the fact that there are all these escalators and it's just rambling and never ending. They just keep going into different parts. <laughs> that's how I feel when I have to go anywhere. Like even when I just go to the Apple Store, which is like, you go inside, turn left, and it's right there. I feel like, oh, I'm just hamburg through this place forever.
1: Um, what was the Rankin Bass Easter one we just covered?
0: The Here Easter comes the, Peter to co- the Easter Bunny's coming to town. Yeah,
1: that's it. Um, so that was the first time I remember hearing about eating the eggs you know when he's going over like we eat the eggs and we sprinkle some salt yep. and pepper on it and we chow down and it's all awesome and amazing and I mentioned I had never heard that before well this one has it too so these are people ne- deliver you never ate eggs. The eggs no I hate I don't like eggs I mean no, I like I don't eggs either, but, but like,
2: like I would see like my cousins and stuff eating the eggs no I, I, never I don't eat that. boiled eggs not no. peeling them or like well, I don't remember. you Because we talked about the specific way in that special. Right. Like they were eating them. Spoiler alert, because that episode hasn't dropped yet. But. Oh. <laughs> no, it's <Man>. fine.
1: But, <laughs> you do um, really get some stuff in.
2: But I always saw people eating the actual colored eggs. So that wasn't strange to me.
1: Yeah, that was strange to me. But now that I think about it, it was equally strange that we would color eggs and they would sit in a basket on our table until it got to a point where we're like, okay, we're done. Let's toss them. Like a waste of perfectly good food.
0: Um, I do like to make deviled eggs, though.
1: Yes. That kind of egg is acceptable.
2: Egg salad is acceptable.
1: Fried runny eggs, acceptable. What kind of eggs do you like, Anthony?
2: Literally just scrambled. I hate eggs.
1: Just scrambled? Okay.
2: Do you put something
1: on your scrambled eggs, like hot sauce?
2: Yeah, and I'll cut up, like, you know, onion and peppers for it.
1: Yeah, see, I have to do that, too. I can't really do just like egg, right? So I can do like mm-hmm. an egg on my burger, that's acceptable.
2: Oh, I hate it, <laughs> some burgers.
1: <laughs> like an egg over a big potato, that's fine. And if it's just a fried egg alone like, give me some hot sauce to put on that bad boy. Okay. Anything that masks the flavor of the egg is an acceptable way to eat eggs.
0: When I make But I can't do scrambled. Eggs. When I have scrambled, I have to douse it in chilua sauce. Douse Just scrambled. It. But you know what else Christine got me to do this? Like she she and Ellie, Ellie told me we're trying to encourage her to be opinionated. So like, yeah. asked, you know, once or twice a week, we'll ask her what she wants for, for dinner. And she wanted biscuits. So I made biscuits and Christine wanted eggs. So I made eggs. And Christine was dipping her scrambled eggs into barbecue sauce. Interesting. It was good. I then bought, or I then got the A1 out. And I put A1 with eggs. Amazing. Now that would be good. A1 with scrambled eggs is awesome. But with with my fried runny egg, it's just salt and pepper.
1: Yes. I don't know why. Well, you don't even hit that with a little hot sauce?
0: Nope. Check out my beautiful uh, egg wrappers we got for Posca or Easter. Ooh, Ooh, that's very cool.
1: Uh, Are those the ones where you like apply heat and they mold to the egg?
0: Uh, I have a boomerang I can send you of exactly how it works. So look, all the beautiful icons.
1: Those are beautiful.
0: I got those because I ordered
1: three notebooks. books. Oh, awesome.
2: Get me through. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Get you through.
1: So, and I bring the egg thing up because Marcy eats the egg wrong at the end, you know, because she's a big dummy-dum in this one. And she doesn't realize that there's a shell around the thing, even though she's literally cracked eggs the entire episode. So,
2: there's a downside of the special for me. I'm not the biggest peppermint patty or Mercy fans. It's and heavy on the
1: peppermint patty and Mercy.
2: and they were truly the the leads,
0: the stars.
1: yeah, they were. They I were. just got
0: I mean, it was funny at first, but like by the time she's cracking the eggs and making egg soup, I'm a little annoyed. yeah.
1: Um, egg drop soup. Do y'all like egg drop soup?
0: I do. I do you like it?
1: I've never actually had it because it looks disgusting. or as Jude would say, it looks, disgusting.
0: It's not disgusting <laughs> at all and it doesn't taste anything like eggs.
1: Oh, well, then I would probably eat it.
0: <laughs> it's The noodles are good in it. Um, the egg does something weird. like It's it's a weird texture, but it's still good.
2: So, Tom, I know you say this is just a rehash of the previous specials, but this time Linus is rewarded because the Easter butt beagle comes to town. Because Snoopy, Snoopy decides to dance?
1: First of all... Oh my gosh, I love it when he dances. I loved it.
2: I loved the Beethoven music they played while he was dancing. Uh, I thought it was very cheery and upbeat. I loved how excited Linus got. Like for that, usually Linus is why comes across a lot older than he is. but He seemed like a little kid right there. I thought that was very he sweet. Did.
1: Yeah, and it was nice to have for him to have a good payoff there. Right, right. like that was. Yeah, we feel so bad for him and the great pumpkin and then this one redeemed it. And I mean and when I love when Snoopy jumps around because his face is up and his ears are flapping to the side and his feet are going so fast that you see like fifty of them. And yeah, I love I love, I love it when Snoopy does that. That was a good and, payoff for me too.
2: And Lucy got hers for once. Usually Lucy doesn't get like a little come up and not that it was a come up but you know, she was proven wrong this time. So Snoopy pulled one over on her by stealing her eggs and delivering mm-hmm. them.
1: Because she was a naysayer the whole time. Like she usually is with Linus, right?
2: Like she was during the she's, pumpkin too.
1: That's right. She's the, she's the cold, she's bucket of ice water on any kind of frivolity. <laughs> and she did. She got hurts in the end. <laughs> Charlie Brown,
2: though, still couldn't get a win when his beagle gave his last egg <laughs> to Lucy and didn't have anything to give Charlie Brown. At least Charlie Brown got a rock. On Halloween, this is true.
0: I'm to. am trying to figure out what the rationale be, uh, is for abusing this child. The continual emotional abuse.
1: Well, why, I think why it's is just Charles Schultz Charles so Schultz. mean to him. He felt I, like that growing well,
2: up. Yeah, and Charles Schultz always said in interviews how kids are a lot more uh, cynical and adult and mean than people give them credit for. Hmm. True. Hmm. very true can we go into quotes and favorite scenes because i have a few
1: yeah i mean we got all the plot lines right yep okay yeah let's do quotes and scenes
2: so i don't have the exact quote but at the end before snoopy comes and cheers everyone up as the easter beagle when pepper and patty and marcy are sitting outside and pepper and patty's talking about how (laughs) oh what did she say something about how with all the build up to this holiday and everybody's happy and then the holiday never lives up to <laughs> lives up to the excitement, you're just left disappointed. Like <laughs> I feel like I've known a lot of people and I would say myself once or twice throughout my life where you build it up so much in your mind and it just never lives up to it. Yep. So I thought that was a very <laughs> That's my awesome and relatable thing for her to say. Oh
0: really? But never Easter. My mom's like it's I never i I've never known anybody who's like that for Easter. That's always like a Christmas thing, right? Yeah.
2: christmas or if you're thanksgiving host yeah yeah <laughs> i've got another one.
0: Oh, you do do you
2: it's uh when linus is explaining the easter beagle to sally and he says every easter the easter beagle comes dancing along with his basket full of eggs which he hands out to all the good little children and sally's like That sounds faintly familiar. I remember sitting out in a stupid pumpkin patch all night, waiting for the great pumpkin to come. And you know something? He never came. That was the worst night of my life. And Linus says, this is different. That was Halloween. This is Easter. So there you go, Tom. That was different because it was Halloween. This is Easter.
0: So they even acknowledged how much of a rip they were doing, and they tried to justify it somehow.
2: That, by the way, is going to be the title of this episode. That was different. That was Halloween. This is Easter. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't, I don't know. I don't. Wait, our regular listeners, by the way, haven't heard the Halloween episode because that was Patreon. That's going to be dropped this Halloween. So they're hearing this before the Halloween (laughs) one.
1: Oh, there's a fun little preview.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My
0: favorite scene was walking to the mall. I like seeing the Christmas stuff in the mall.
2: I (laughs) thought that was so funny.
0: I liked how I liked how dated the animation was, but it was still very. It was just warm. The dated animation
2: feels charming, and like that makes me happy. Doesn't
0: it? It's refreshing animation. It is so refreshing. Mm -hmm. Partially because my daughter, we've given up on no real screen time, like letting Ellie not watch shows and stuff, because well, she's home. All the time now. So so we decided to compromise our, our values as parents for uh, expediency I mean, and comfort. Right? Well, she's started watching um, the new My Little Pony show because she saw it on Netflix and she has My Little Ponies. And it's terrible. It is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. The animation is awful. The voices are awful. The plots are awful. Everything is awful. So there was something I really liked about the simplicity and the, the speed at which this story is told. Mm-hmm. It's
2: refreshing. So I thought it's funny how they kept referring to the Easter season as the gift giving season, and then they go to the mall and see all the Christmas stuff up. And Sally's like, "It's Easter," and they already had the Christmas decorations up. And Charlie Brown's like, "Good grief!" And Linus is like, "I can't believe it." And Lucy's like, "I told you, it's the gift giving season."
1: Which is a resurrection from Christmas.
2: <laughs> yep. A microwave rehab Reheat
1: a microwave reheat
2: yes did it but still well,
1: i mean like i said i enjoyed it
2: <laughs> i thought it was funny lucy was planning to cheat at her own
1: egg hunt hmm? <laughs> does seem like something pragmatic lucy would do so and she gets this one,
2: mad when snoopy gives her his own her own egg back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so since this is uh, an easter episode there's nothing to compare it to we can skip rating it
2: right we rated Halloween. I would still like to see what you would give it. That's a downer for me too. This one, just like Halloween, didn't have that Linus moment.
1: No. Or
2: yeah, it actually a Linus had such an equivalent.
0: It actually had such an obnoxious Linus that I thought about. I thought we should change the name Linus moment.
2: Oh, oh he no! Wasn't really? Obnoxious. He
0: was. He's like the Christmas, the Easter beagle. It, it was annoying to me. It was annoying. You're annoying.
1: <laughs> Are we ready but to rate I you sound this? like my
0: mom. <laughs> I am ready to rate this. All right. I give it a two.
2: A two? That's absurd.
0: It was awful. It lacked originality. It had no Linus moment. There was no real anything. I I want to give this a better rating. I want to like it, but it's not good, and there's nothing redeeming. it.
1: I'm going to come in at a five.
0: I'm giving it 8.5. And that's. I was no joke when Julia said five. I was like, I bet Anthony comes in around an eight. So it's going to average a five.
2: And that's. I'm giving it 8.5, presuming. And it's been a year. So I don't know. Presuming I gave Halloween a nine. And I know I gave Christmas. You
0: thought it was that close to that. Like, you think the quality of
2: this is that close to Halloween. You know what? I'm going to give it an eight because there is one we have not covered yet, which I think is better, but still worse than Halloween. So oh, wow. I'm going to give it an eight. So <laughs> that gives us an average of an even, an even five. So that oh, is the ooh. lowest of the three peanut specials we've covered so far.
0: You know, Anthony, I have to well, say, and non-patrons and Julia will not know what I'm talking about. I'm ready to hit some more Rankin-Bass after talking to Jerry Davila last night.
2: So... For those of you who don't know, on March 20th, we dropped a bonus Patreon episode, a Fireside Chat with Ger- Jerry Davila, longtime listener. It's our second Fireside Chat episode after the one with April Riley. And it was a lot of fun. We talked to Rankin Bass, comic book movies. We threw down the gauntlet and challenged Todd Killian on his <laughs> of Christmas clatter, on his ridiculous recasting of the Santa Claus. That's right, Todd. Uh, Can we talk about that again? Let's talk about it, because Julia wasn't on it. Julia. Yeah.
0: Okay, Anthony, let's pull it up and go through the recasting, and let's go through your terrible
2: recasting as well. Mine wasn't terrible compared to his. No, not compared to his, but yours was still pretty bad. Okay, I'm pulling it out now. So, Julia, and listeners who haven't heard this Patreon episode, Todd killian of christmas clatter podcast has a new segment on his show called recast or miscast where he recasts classic christmas movies and then lets listeners vote was it a good recasting job or was it miscast and we're recording this easter episode on march 19th and todd killian posted this on march 15th so it's a while back now, but you can still find it on our Facebook group. He posted it in. So, this is who he recast in the Santa Claus. He recast Scott Calvin with Chris Pratt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be vocal, Julia. Not, not everybody can see you the way we can.
2: No. Uh, he gender and race swapped Charlie, and it's Lydia Jewett. Don't I'm not familiar with who she is. The name doesn't ring. Okay, about.
1: I mean. I'd be cool with a girl playing the Charlie role. That's fine.
2: See, I would not. I think, I mean, I, may, I, t- I got into this debate with him. I feel like the Santa Claus is such a father-son movie, but then Noel proved that you could have a female Santa. It, it would have to be done. It'd be a good uh, script for me. We
0: have to get to the worst, the worst ones. Come on. We're, We're getting there. Over. We're
2: getting there. Laura was cast as Susan Kelechi Watson, she looks familiar. I don't know who she is, but this is the best or the worst, <laughs> the worst one. Neil, he cast with Jason Statham.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. I don't know where that came from. I saw it when he posted this at first, and that was the one I was really like. I don't even see him with one of the sweaters on. Like how? how would that no
2: (laughs) well i would pay good money to see him with one of those sweaters (laughs) and then we were joking about how like the first time chris pratt insults his sweater he would kill him and he'd be the new santa claus
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is what would happen
2: (laughs) he cast noah schnapp as bernard and Ray Romano is Mr. Whittle, so.
1: Who's Mr. Whittle?
2: Frank, Bo- uh, Peter Boyle, the boss, his boss.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's, that's, that would work.
2: See, I
0: felt like that one wouldn't work, like, it, the only, I, he's too young for one.
1: Yeah. He's, well, I don't know. Ray Romano?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's aged. I would dare say if the age he is now might have been the age Peter Boyle was when he played that role. Peter
0: Boyle just looked that much older?
1: Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Peter Boyle was, was born old. But Ray Romano's like he's older. Huh. You're just thinking early. Everybody loves Raymond because when we really love people, we think of them in their purest Especially form. Youngest. And for yeah. you, exactly, it was. I have some thoughts
0: on casting as well. If you have, so I think we go through what Anthony's casting is, so we can make fun of Anthony now, and we chime in with people we think would be good <laughs> for these roles. Okay.
2: <laughs> so for Scott Calvin, I chose Steve Carell. I think I he have a be better one. Who?
0: Adam Scott.
1: See, Adam Scott seems too young to me. To be Scott, yeah,
0: he's probably how, he's probably around
1: probably Tim
0: Allen's age.
1: No, you're probably right. Yeah, because that was a young Tim Allen.
0: Now, what's the young Tim Allen?
1: I think I, think I like it's all Steve long- Carell on this one better than okay. Adam,
0: Scott. I agreed to, I agreed that I could see T- Steve Carell doing it last night. I can. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Again. I think it's only a matter of time before he plays a Santa in general. He has that whole silver fox beard thing going on. He could do funny and drama. He has the eyes. I think he'll be a good Santa one day. In yeah. That picture you posted of that. him,
0: he looks way better now than he did years ago. <laughs> uh,
2: oh, that's what Sarah says he's all the time. Well. Yep. He
0: is, he's aging well.
2: Mm-hmm. For Charlie, I picked Cade Woodward. I knew no kids. I just Googled kid actors and it's like, oh, he'd be a good Charlie. He looks just like him, man. Yep.
1: Oh, he does. Uh, He's super cute.
2: He is. He was in Endgame, apparently. I don't know who he was in Endgame, but he was.
1: Oh, he oh, was, he was Hawkeye's son.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: There you go. One of so them, anyway.
2: I cast Julianne Moore as Lara.
1: I can see that. Uh-huh. Neurotic and buttoned up. And yeah, I can see that.
2: I chose Keanu Reeves as, <laughs> as Neil.
1: No. <laughs> yes! He's so
2: odd. No. I'm with you, 100. Who, percent Who's your Neil then, Tom?
0: Who I think would have been a great Neil would have been is too old now. Which is Kelsey Grammer. He oh, would have been good Neil in his younger He would younger have been days, a good Neil. He would have been a better Keanu
1: Neil. Reeves is not enough Duke Kaboom in my mind. He's still more uh, Matrix Neil. Well, I mean, no, specifically he's more what's his face from the Kill Everybody movies that are amazing.
2: Oh, uh, John Wick.
1: Yeah, he's 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 more John Wick than he is Duke Kaboom. If he was more Duke Kaboom than John Wick, I could maybe see him as Neil, because he's a little more diverse now than he used to be as younger whipper snapper, yeah. right? But he's so, there's there's too much John Wick in there.
2: So, so you know, Dwayne Bailey I suggested Hugh Laurie, and I thought Hugh Laurie would be good, but again, maybe if he was younger. I yeah, think he's Paul pretty Rudd.
1: old for Julian. Oh, Paul, Paul Rudd. would be awesome
2: Rudd. as Neil. There you Paul go. Paul
1: Rudd would be great as Neil. Yep. Great as Neil.
2: I think
0: Paul Rudd would do the Neil.
1: That's the winner. There you go.
0: There you go. Look okay, at this, so guys. We
1: could do have? this.
2: We could who do this. You
1: have as the elf, as Bernard?
2: So Tom hates my elf choice. I had I do. Finn, Finn Wolfhard. You need a kid.
1: He's too angular to be Bernard, I feel like.
2: And he's too obnoxious. So who's your choice, Tom or Julia?
1: That depends on the movie he's in, I think.
2: The obnoxiousness? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. But,
1: oh,
0: he, he was just awful, though. In Stranger, okay, so who's your Bernard, on. then? I don't have one. I
2: don't know enough teen
1: actors. Bernard. I gotta think about that.
2: And then my Judy, who Todd didn't cast, but I thought she was important enough oh. to cast. Todd... Tom hates this one as well. But I this think is the worst
0: one on your fits, list.
2: She fits the aesthetic if you're going for classic aesthetic. <laughs> Chase um,
0: Vanson. Chase v- Vaknin for uh, Bernard. Chase Vaknin? Who's that?
1: How do you even spell know. that?
0: Some kid. V-A-C. Uh, here, I'll pull up a picture and share it with you all. This is what I imagine a Bernard being.
2: From the little rascal save the day? I don't know. I just posted a picture of him, y'all. Okay, he. There you I mean, go. He he looks. He has a similar face to Bernard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, I feel like there's a really good Bernard out there somewhere.
2: So my Judy, who Tom hates, and I can see his concern, but Judy has what three lines in the whole movie?
0: But there's such pivotal lines that are welcoming yeah, and like
1: they're pretty important. It's, not it's just an a important character.
0: Role.
2: Okay, well, my Judy is Aubrey Anderson Emmons.
1: Aubrey a.k.a lily from modern lily family.
0: from modern family oh
1: no no but that's because the longer that show went on the less i liked her and wanted to well, see her she face. just got
0: worse and worse right. and worse as an actress
2: mm-hmm. and then for mr whittle i cast larry david because he looks exactly the same as peter boyle i was like oh okay, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh
2: so
0: for oh, Judy, tricky. I am going to go with, hold on, what is her name? And I'm making a bold statement here with this. Okay. I'm going to go with Darby Camp.
1: Darby Camp. That's the,
0: the little girl from Christmas Chronicles.
1: I can see it. Well, she's super cute. I can see that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I that's my casting. That. I think between all of us, we came up with a pretty solid cast, though.
2: If we had Steve I mean, Carell, Julianne Moore, Paul and Paul Red. Rudd, that's like the
0: perfect cast.
1: Paul Rudd.
0: I would watch that movie all day long.
1: I would, too. I would, too.
2: So, Disney, since you're remaking Home Alone, if you plan on remaking The Santa Claus or Disney+, Plus, hit us up for casting.
1: Darn right. And you gotta work Tim Allen in some kind of cameo. Maybe Tim Tim Allen could be Mr. Will. (gasps) Yes! Oh, my gosh! That would be the
2: perfect cameo if they ever did it. Oh, Oh, that would be...
1: Especially if they keep the wave, because... That Especially way. if,
2: but if they did that, you never really saw the face of the original Santa in that movie. You would have to mm-hmm. see that it's Tim Allen. You would have to see it's his Santa Claus falling. Yeah, yeah. that could be dark if you actually see his jolly.
1: That's a little dark. Face. Yeah, like, I don't know how they're going to do that. It's a little dark.
0: Maybe we can see when he falls. We can see like the <laughs> neck break and the blood <laughs> of his ears. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> no, as he falls, now he'd be like, "Oh chocolate. no, oh." oh.
1: <laughs> Stop touching your face, Tom.
0: Oh, I want that to be my new ringtone.
1: (laughs) Oh, god. Well,
2: Todd. So Todd is all because I told Todd like we're throwing. We're going to talk trash about you. I told him we're going to have a wrestling style feud between Tisa Podcast and Christmas clatter with your casting stuff going forward. And he was all for it. So I told him, whenever he puts oh, out nice. new ones, we're going to respond. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think, you know who else would be good at, at, do, at chiming in on these would be uh, Tim Bab.
1: Oh, he yeah. Would. It would He'd be, be really
2: good really to good. get like a feuds going between the whole podcast network based on recasting. Yes, it listeners. would. So <laughs> listeners, check out Patreon. Uh, check out our full episode with Jerry Davila, with April Riley we have extended Christmas episodes up there we have the peanuts Halloween we have a bunch of cool stuff out there Tom and I reviewed let us know we're coming out with a lot of patreon content this year you won't be disappointed check it out and if you want to check us out on our normal free pages
1: where can they do that it's super simple all you gotta do is go to tizthepodcast.com backslash Twitter Instagram Facebook Facebook group reddit Basically, anywhere you like to consume your social media, we are there as well, although we are active in some places more than others. I would say Facebook group and Reddit are our two most active streams, Um, and you can connect with some of these names we've been throwing out of people that have been listeners for a long time. Um, They are there as well, and our listeners are as much fun to talk to as we are. So come chat with us. We have the best
2: listeners in the world. We do.
1: We do have the best listeners.
2: Did you okay. do you follow Ellie Kemper on social media? I don't. Like on Instagram. She's been posting behind the scenes photos of the new Home Alone movie because she's playing the mom, Katherine O'Hara's character. Just okay. of like the house and her on set with all the snow and the lights and stuff. And like just little glimpses. You can't really see much, but you know it's Home Alone and it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. I have to so tune
1: into that.
2: I'd follow her.
1: I still have mixed feelings about that.
2: Me too.
1: I guess we'll just have to wait and see.
2: I'm sure, I'm sure eventually our buddy Todd is going to recast that movie himself. And then we can throw down with our own casting choices. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for you guys before we like wrap things up. Oh, I love questions. It's kind of a sad depression, depressing question, maybe, but well, since you're just too, it, <laughs> uh, just because we were just talking about Easter and Easter's canceled this year and, you know, social distancing and all. What are you guys, how are you guys going to spend it with your, fam- your immediate families? Just at home cooking?
1: I need to buy a ham. I'm going to, we're going to cook a feast mm-hmm. and we're not going to invite fa- friends and family over <laughs> like <laughs> we would otherwise, but... I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Is that crazy? I mean, we're like one day at a time here. I haven't looked down the road to.
2: Julia, weeks. Easter's in four days. What are you talking about? You ah, need to get on it.
1: it. <laughs> I really better get that ham. <laughs>
0: well, we are still having services and live streaming. So I will probably still be at church on
1: Easter. Okay. We will definitely partake in church, but it is a different environment it's definitely different.
0: different yes it'll be weird without having congregation with candles and everybody singing loudly
2: yeah and usually, and, and usually easter mass for me is like the most beautiful one of the year with the candles and everything yeah you can watch our liturgy so Tom, are y'all to.
1: are y'all broadcasting like the whole thing because you were telling us last year how About like hours, orthodox easter singing. is like Amazing, yeah. You it were is. talking we'll about draw, the haunting we'll the whole thing. singing. I would
2: love to see that. We won't well, hear it as much because the there won't days, be so many people.
1: Don't you do like all of the things leading up to Easter as well?
0: I don't know that our bishops will have us do that, will have will allow us to do that this year. I don't know what the, the right. plan is. Probably not. So we've we've cut down to the essentials, sure. Just to keep people away from each other?
1: Well, you know what? Maybe we are poised on the precipice. We've talked in the past two years or whatever what our religious traditions are around these holidays. And God forbid this is still going on at Christmas, but it is going to be happening at Easter. So now, if we're doing these broadcasts online and stuff, maybe our listeners can actually take a peek into our experiences around the holiday season and really specifically yours, Tom, because yours is so vivid and vibrant and so different, probably from a lot of people's experiences that they could join in on that. And they could even, you know, do something they would not. Yeah. And they wouldn't have been able to do that in previous years. Blessings in disguises, right?
0: That's how I'm trying to look at all of this, actually. Absolutely. I've got Um, an article that's being published in a magazine on dealing with like what we can do to, to enhance our spiritual lives at home, mm-hmm. like how this can be a good reset for us. Mm-hmm. And I will be doing another article next week on um, using this as a good time to uh, uh, focus on what Lent is all about. Yeah, definitely. So, Ellie just woke up crying for me. Oh, okay. are, y- are y'all good to wrap
2: up? Yep, yep. we'll wrap up. Okay. Bye Tom. Bye, Tom. So next week, we're venturing across the pond. So I'm sure Disco 54 will be very happy. Because we are covering the Gavin and Stacey Christmas episodes. And I'm super excited to see what you and Tom think, because that show's hilarious. That's like a quintessential British show, like the UK office. It's awesome. Oh, I'm
1: excited. It's James, James
2: Corden, too. And who doesn't love James Corden?
1: That's true.
2: Less exciting, for me at least. The week after that, we are covering the Vince Vaughn, Paul Giamatti film, Fred Claus. Yeah.
1: It is Christmassy.
2: It's Christmassy, but you want to talk about weird Santas, tune in. (laughs) (laughs) We have other exciting news too, Julia.
1: It does just keep getting more exciting
2: every week. If you are listening to this episode on the day we drop it, we have 6,288 hours until Christmas.
1: That is only 262 days.
2: Which is only 37 weeks, gang. (laughs)
1: That's <laughs> that your Tom <laughs> <laughs> that's my Tom <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Santa <laughs> 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 all oh. right do your homework come back not even a week from now come back in just a few days
2: come back in a few days and have a happy Easter yes. and for those of you listening today and celebrating happy Passover
1: <laughs> yes and this is where Tom would say some Foreign language, beautiful. Mary Crystal Natali, or whatever he says. <laughs> yep. Bye, everybody. Bye,
2: guys. Y'all.